Boom. Broadcasting from the end of the world. Or, or is, is it, it is it the beginning of the world? We don't know. Like, we literally don't know. It's been three... <laughs> I feel like... Has it been three days? I, I, I lost track. To be honest, I... In our group chats, yeah. I've always been staying. I don't give a shit. Two days. Two days. Election yeah. was Tuesday night. I went to bed expecting to not have a result. Well, kind of... I thought maybe by the end of it, or by the morning, we might have like a clear-cut winner. Yeah. But, you know, it's been two days. By the time this this pod gets released, it might be four or five days. Yeah. Like, we have a legitimate chance, if I do the proper work, to release this podcast <laughs> before our result is out, which we can only dream of. Yeah. I think we, on election night, the polls told us. We would have a result on that night. Yeah, it was... Fuck, was it... Thir- Trump had like 35%. Somewhere low. Somewhere where it's almost yeah. like, shit, why even have this election anymore? Well, I don't even know if it was that clear cut. I think the polls had Biden in the lead in all these like swing states mm-hmm. by like a fair margin. We're not talking like, you know, 20% or so. We're talking like, you know, 10 yeah, eight percent or whatever, which is still high in some of the swing states. Yeah, the polls were were confident because we think last time the polls got it really wrong, <laughs> yeah. like super wrong. Yeah, this time they were like, no, 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 we got it right this time. Yeah, come on, you guys saw four years of Trump. <clears throat> you guys know what what's happening. You can't be fooled again. What's that George Bush saying? A fool can't be fooled again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to cut, cut and paste that quote in here. Yeah. But um, yeah, again, I thought, I didn't actually know. Let me rescind that. I figured it would be as close, pretty much, pretty close to this. Everyone's just building up to it. It's like, Trump's yeah. done. It's over. I'm like, no. The thing is, this guy managed to be Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. who is, as much as I don't like Hillary Clinton, was a much more viable candidate yes. than Joe Biden. For sure. Um, she had her dirt around her. Yeah. Um, certainly, she was very establishment, mm-hmm. just like Joe. But yeah. like her husband was president for, for, for eight years. Yeah. Right? They had all these like scandals around her, though, that mm-hmm. you know kind of sunk her. Plus, she was a woman. Yep. Rumor has it she still is a woman. Um, a lot of factors led up to that, but the polls were like drastically wrong mm-hmm. that time. This time I said they would get it right. Yeah. But it was still like it's way closer than the polls predicted. Well, that's what like um, Bill Burr was saying. <clears throat> he was saying the thing is liberals like to fucking talk about and tell everyone who the fuck they want to vote for. And who you should vote for. Yeah. But conservatives are typical. They, they don't want to talk about politics. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not what they want to do. Well, maybe even more so now. Because if you remember the campaign that Trump ran, he ran as a populist in uh, leading up to the 2016 election mm-hmm. as like the, the Washington outsider, the guy who would come in and drain the swamp, yep. the guy who would come in and, you know, get away from these years of establishment people. It was a different campaign and he had no track record. Yeah. This time around, he had a track record. 
lot of it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, most of it wasn't good. So when you go to the polls or you do these um, these polls, you're asking people. People are even less likely to say they're going to vote for Trump now than they were before mm-hmm. because of all the, the silly shit that he's done over the last four years. Yeah. Like, I would be hiding that <laughs> completely from the pollsters. Yeah. It's... I figured, you know, everyone... We listen to Joe Rogan. They always talk about this whole big divide. That's pretty much like where I get most of my, you know, U.S. news at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't watch <clears throat> CNN. I don't watch Fox News. You know, I don't watch any news pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just saying like how divided the country was. And in my mind was like the only way that anything can move forward for U.S. at this point is you have to have a clear cut winner. Mm-hmm. At this point, like even if Biden wins, it's not going to be good because you're going to have all these like you know different you know like the hardcore Republicans or conservatives are going to like screw this guy. It's completely false because it's so close that mm-hmm. there is a pot- potential for error, and yeah. Trump's going to ride that right. It's going to say like yeah, th- this is complete scam mm-hmm. and everything, and then there's going to be obviously the conservative side that's going to yeah. You know, the Democrats totally screwed this up. Mm-hmm. They they hacked it or did whatever they had to do to to, to get Biden into office. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Biden or Democrats had to just fucking kill it and crush yeah. it. It'd be like 60% of, of whatever the, the seats are. The, you know, Canadians call it seats, but mm-hmm. whatever they call it over there. You know, at least 60% above, like, without a doubt mm-hmm. that Trump got crushed. And they can move on. But that's not the case. <laughs> that was literally like 50-50. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was always going to be close. Well, even even the House, right? Mm-hmm. Or the Senate? The Senate. It's 48, 48, and two independent. So the Republicans have 48. I think the Democrats have 46. Oh, with two it? independents. Okay. Yes, and it's a race to, I think, 51 or 50. 50. Yeah. Um, two independents, Sanders and the other independent. Oh. Um, so Sanders isn't even going in as a Dem. He's then. not a Democrat. Yeah, okay. Which is probably part of the reason why they he could not win the nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so too left for even the Democrats. The candidates they, they choose. Um, Joe Biden is like center. He's as centrist as you can get. Yep. He's not. He's a very much so establishment. Um, but he's probably... I don't want to say he's as unpopular as Hillary Clinton, but it's pretty damn close. He's tried running for president. This is his third try. Mm-hmm. Third time's a charm, right? Yeah. But if those two other t- times it didn't work, it's because he said bullshit. Yeah. You know, he ran his mouth. You know, he made up, you know, you know lies about his, like, law <laughs> scores. Like, what... What makes you think at like what what is he seventy five? No, he's seventy eight. Seventy eight? Jesus yeah. Christ. I think Trump's seventy five, right? Yeah, around there. Seventy four, seventy five. Yeah. Holy shit. Like how can you run? I've always said, like, even go back a couple of uh, episodes in our pot. Mm-hmm. It's like how having our mothers do anything <laughs> around the house that we can trust yeah. trust them run. There's nothing. There's no way we're gonna trust them and they're way younger than these two you know, yeah. blokes. Yeah it's ridiculous there's no way how can you possibly not have anyone that is under mm-hmm. 60 years old on the democrat side mm-hmm. 
to to put forth to give someone like the rest of the country an option, right? Um, well, I think you know Harris would have she would have made a good candidate. Yeah, uh, you know her problems aside, but I think yo she's like seventy one herself. Harris? Oh no, not you're Harris. Thinking, thinking my bad. My bad. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Think of Warren. Yeah, Warren is old, but um, Harris would have been a good candidate. But Warren, Buttigieg, uh, they all threw their support behind. They dropped out and threw their support behind Biden. Yeah. So, I mean, the writing was on the wall mm-hmm. for uh, Kamala Harris. Um, but yeah, he has had Joe Biden has had to take his platform that he would normally have. Mm-hmm. And bring in Sanders people, bring in like the, you know, the supporters of people who were more left, more liberal. Mm-hmm. So his platform is the most progressive in history, right? Yeah. Will he actually implement half of the stuff that he says he's going to do? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's looking like he's going to win this election. But yeah. I don't know whether he will be the hero people think he's going to be. Um, right now, it's just anyone but Trump. That's what the the liberals and the left people are, are saying. Anyone but Trump. And if this guy's the guy, we'll choose him. Well, clearly that's not the case because it's so close still. <laughs> Dude, this is unprecedented. Like, you know, um, the Lincoln Project? I think I showed you some of the commercials in the videos. Yeah. Like, they had this Republican group putting out these commercials and videos for the last, like, half a year. Mm-hmm. It's just shitting on Trump. Like they they aired them on Fox News, yeah. When they knew he'd be watching, mm-hmm. and when they knew you know more conservative people would be watching, it didn't make a difference. Yeah, dude, I thought that this would completely bring Republican fence sitters over to vote for Joe Biden just to get rid of Trump. Yeah, because he compromised what the Republicans quote unquote stand for. This whole Trumpism is so different from you know Mitt Romney or John McCain. Or whoever else has led the Republicans before. This is so, so much different. Yeah, he's winning by just pure like personality. Mm-hmm. That's how he's winning this. Like all these votes, like McCain, Romney at this point would have mm-hmm. been even better. <clears throat> but they went against a friggin' total stud, man. Yeah, like I think I showed you that Obama clip, or I may have referred to it, where you know Romney's trying to make a point to Obama in uh, the debate saying how like Obama was in this scandal. Yeah. And he just starts talking like for 30 seconds about this scandal. Mm-hmm. And then he looks over at Obama. Obama's sitting in the background, like one leg on the stool, <laughs> just like, you know, just chilling, like the most casual pose. Yeah. And he looks at Obama. Obama's like, please proceed governor. <laughs> Romney completes his like statement and then the moderator jumps in and like says that shit is false <laughs> and it just that ruined Mitt Romney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they were dealing against a total stud. Mm-hmm. Right? Um it was just a different they were up they were up against such a a stacked political environment. Yeah. Now it's like these two fools are running against each other. Yeah. And we're just trying to see who we hate less. Yeah. I think at this point, there's no reason for them to not have a third party. Uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. But even having like the libertarian Mm -hmm. in there, (laughs) 
like mix it up right like break this deadlock that's mm-hmm. what they need and they need to give this guy or is it woman it might be a woman i can't know i joe, don't know joe jorgensen yeah or yeah, but yeah this guy a chance to be up on mm-hmm. a debate mm-hmm. and be shown on like a f- i don't i never understood why there's only a two-party system at that mm-hmm. point but they make it almost like fairly impossible for for a third party to get in third parties have actually ruined shit before in u.s politics yeah ross perot yeah but the thing is it's like if you want them to have that exposure mm-hmm. to the general public mm-hmm. someone that you know the population that's less mm-hmm. red in a, in a sense yeah you have to put them in that debate and the reason for why they don't ever want to put them in the presidential debate is like they're like we don't want to dilute the time that these candidates get to you know have their have their moment to talk about uh, certain topics but the thing is it's almost mm-hmm. like this doesn't fucking make any sense mm-hmm. you go to these like party conventions where they're deciding who's going to be the next leader of the party mm-hmm. you have like fucking 10 people up there and they're yelling at each other yeah so that's fine <laughs> yeah no it doesn't make any sense to me i know that the 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 current two party system is basically there to make corporations rich yeah essentially the lobbyists the corporations they're all set up to enable them whoever gets into power someone stands to benefit yeah an independent gets into power well maybe no no one stands to benefit yeah right um in 1992 when i mentioned ross perot he screwed over George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Like, he stole Senior, yeah. votes, right? So George H.W. Bush was a one-term president. Bill Clinton got elected in 92. Yeah. Um, due in part to Ross Perot being on that debate stage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so it's perfect. That's why I want to, you know, break this deadlock, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you have, uh, who's that, Joe? Yeah, and Kanye. Yeah, and Kanye <laughs> up there. Come on, we have Bloc Québécois yeah. on a federal election debate. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this these guys don't give a shit. They don't even they don't even have any representation outside of Quebec. Yeah. So if Canada does it this way, hell, yeah. were, were we gonna let like the Green Party? At this point, currently the Green Party is almost like irrelevant because yeah. they couldn't even win that by election here. There's tough seat to win. And the, yeah, I don't know why they put him in Toronto Center. Yeah, or Toronto. But I guess she does reside here. Right? Like yeah, she can't just go off and and be out. Where BC, Victoria. Where is that the, where the, Elizabeth? Yeah, Vancouver, yeah. Vancouver Island. Oh, okay. Um, the Canadian system is better. Yeah, it's still a first past the post system. Mm-hmm. Remember, Trudeau promised that electoral reform never happened. No one cared. Yeah, right. He brought us marijuana, and that was it. <laughs> That's all his job done. We forgot. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone just plays. <laughs> um, the Electoral College in the United States needs to go. It won't go. Mm-hmm. The Electoral College has resulted in Republicans losing the popular vote, yet winning the election a yeah. few different times. Yeah. In the year 2000, George W. Bush. You remember how contested that was, right? Mm-hmm. It all came down to Florida. Um, they had to do recounts. Eventually, uh, Al Gore had to concede. Yeah. Like days later, maybe a week later. I don't even remember how, how long it was. It was a long time. We could be looking at something similar. Yeah. This time, except Trump will not concede. <laughs> Personally, you know, I myself have money in the gold game right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to see shit go- hit the fan. So my, some of my money goes mm-hmm. up. 
Well, I mean, is that necessary? Because I, I know that, you know, it was rocky going into the election. I remember stock, stocks were plummeting. Yeah. The market was plummeting. And then as it looked like Biden was about to win or have a strong showing, yeah. now the market is going up in anticipation of a Biden win. If Biden gets in, maybe they actually put through a stimulus check. Because the U.S., the Americans only got one $1,200 check, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, and right? they all blew it on the on the stock market. <laughs> they all went Robin Hood and started buying all these stocks. They all gambled on the L.A. Clippers to win the championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, now, you, you know the reason why they don't want to pass the stimulus check, right? Trump wants to put his name on a stimulus check. Nancy Pelosi's not going to allow that, <laughs> right? Yeah, Like, yeah. imagine if he, they approved a stimulus, everyone got money, and Trump's name was on that check. Yeah, yeah. It, the election will be over. That's true. Right? So they've blocked it. Um, Biden gets in. They're going to approve that check, get everyone their money. Well, the check's coming along the way, no matter yeah. what. It's really just how much, you know, how much you're going to get. But it seems like if the Senate's all going to be, you know, Republican still, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as much as what people were hoping for. Yeah. And I, I don't know if McConnell, McConnell got reelected. And it looks like the Republicans will probably hold on to power in the Senate. Will he pass that stimulus or will they just be like a lame duck presidency and just like block everything like remember the last two years of obama's presidency yeah with the republican senate he couldn't do anything yeah yeah yeah. you're just sitting there figurehead but at this point it's almost like you know the stimulus check is coming you're either gonna give like a 1.5 trillion Mm -hmm. or you're going three or five trillion Mm -hmm. my main thing is just like i'm out here just slowly pumping it in, mm-hmm. get that gold, keep buying that gold, Yeah, hoping one day the market will realize. All the fundamentals pointed towards gold, mm-hmm. but it's not taking off, which is fine. It gives you more time to buy. Mm-hmm. This isn't any investment podcast, but this is just something that, you know, you read in economics, this is how you're supposed to invest when, mm-hmm. when, in these times, right? So you're starting to see a little bit of it right now, like today, um, you know. Everyone's just kind of realizing this shit's gonna, uh, it's gonna last much longer. Mm-hmm. The weed stocks got hit like crazy because they're hoping for, you know, a Democrat uh, Senate with Biden in there. Hopefully, oh, did, did they plummet? Yeah, man. It was, it, let's say, like canopy. Yeah, I think midweek, right before the election, mm-hmm. they were thinking. I think the price went all the way up to twenty nine, if not thirty dollars a share. Yeah. And then the last two days. As the results were coming in, yeah, they realized like U.S. Legal, you know legalization might not happen yeah. federally, so that stock dropped down to like twenty two, twenty one. Oh wow, yeah, so it's dropping. I've been out of that game for quite some time, but I mean, not every state will go the way that Oregon went. Oh you know, yeah, everything is legal in Oregon, man. Yeah, no, it's decriminalized. Okay, the, the, okay. The, like possession. Yes, is, is legal now or decriminalized? <laughs> yeah. Well, New Jersey, I think uh, they just passed like you know, recreational weed is legal now too. I wonder what that does to organized crime in New Jersey. That's just a side yeah, thought. Yeah, 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 no need to go we off on a tangent. Yeah, but everyone's going on their Oregon Trail like <laughs> wagon to Oregon. Now. Yeah, you're gonna go there. You get <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah, you know, I don't know if cocaine's cocaine <laughs> might still be classified a little bit too hard. Yeah, they they call it hard drugs. I, I didn't really look into what their classification of hard drugs is, mm-hmm. but yeah, Oregon's perfect, man. You can go and chill out in this new country. 
yeah. <laughs> and you know do do your PSP yeah. do do all your mushrooms and shit like that die of oh. dysentery <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was thinking the last couple of weeks as it was like coming up to this election I've always kind of in the back of my mind wanted to see this kind of chaos you know you only get to live once mm-hmm. and within your lifetime how many times do you think you get to see world world power get toppled yeah and changing of the guards never so maybe we might be lucky enough to see it i get it people mm-hmm. are going to come and tell me why would you want that mm-hmm. you know life would be horrible you're we're in canada we're so connected to it mm-hmm. i'm like dude you know what shit's gonna happen you know it doesn't even matter where you are maybe it's time to change because clearly if we if we look at the election and we're telling man u.s is closeted you know racist mm-hmm. and all that stuff why are we still taking their lead why are mm-hmm. we like bowing to them i don't understand that but when you look at like great like empires such as like rome and the, like the roman empire and like mm-hmm. the lead up to how they like you know collapse like man, there's a lot of signs that's pointing towards the same thing for, for the U.S. Yeah, and I agree. No, no, no civilization, no um, society is infallible and undefeatable. Um, but what makes you think that while we're sitting here watching the world burn, watching, laughing at what's happening to them, that it won't happen to us one day, right? Yeah, because the divisiveness. Um, the, um, you know, the identity politics is ramping up in Canada. Mm -hmm. It never used to be like this, you know, when it was Harper versus, you know, Paul Martin or Jean Chrétien. It was was a different time. Social media was different. Mm -hmm. People were less polarized. Now you have a bunch of people who, who fucking hate Trudeau. They hate him. Right. And then there's a lot of people that hate conservatives. People either love Doug Ford or they fucking hate Doug Ford. There's almost no in-between. Yeah. Right? I feel like there's a lot more hate in Doug Ford now these days, too. Right. At least at this table. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the polarization has started up here. It's a light version still. It's mm-hmm. Canada. Right. But if it happens to the U.S., it could happen to anyone. It, it could happen to us. Oh, yeah. But the fall isn't we'd like to think we're like a world we're on the world stage Mm -hmm. we're carrying on but we're not there man we're middle power yeah even in the middle of power we're not even like the front of the line middle power yeah so yeah our fall might not be as well played out as what's happening in the states right now Mm -hmm. but i think when you talk about like the whole you know identity politics and stuff obviously it's happening way a lot more and i think it has to do with the fact with like democrats and like liberal people when you think of that right away right now in these times anyways the past 24 months you're thinking like all these you know people that are coming out as like transgender and all these like you know binary thing Mm -hmm. and i can imagine like if you're you know if you're on a republican side you're like you know fuck these people (laughs) I'm not down with this. This doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. We already see this here in, in, in Ontario on a small scale, which is like you have like the PC pushing back on the liberals when they did the whole sex education. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine like what, what you're talking about. We're, we're talking about one thing of saying like, you know, there's, there's new family, not new family, but there's like 
more than just a traditional family. You can have you know gay couples, lesbian mm-hmm. couples, and stuff like that. And people are already like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling like you're ramping it up, and you're telling you can be non-binary. I don't mm-hmm. even understand what the fuck that means. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound apparently idiotic. Yeah, because Sam Smith is is non-binary. Yeah, and I'm, I'm confused by it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is confusing. It's not easy to understand, right? You have every, you know, company and corporation that you work for trying to educate us mm-hmm. on this just in case, just in case you enter this scenario. But it's not really for for us. Mm-hmm. It's not to educate you and I to say, okay, well, you know, here's what you need to know for the betterment of you. It's here's what you need to know in case you get in trouble and you get us in trouble in the process yeah. of fucking things up. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not. It's not an easy landscape for us to to get um but the world is changing faster than people can handle it oh hell right? yeah man like you're um, telling old people to to get with the program yeah we're not that old we're like mid 30s and all this like sudden change yeah. i don't even know where this came out well we're adults now right like I think we explained this either on an earlier pod or just you and I talking, but I didn't understand what transgender was, right? Like when we were in high school, even university, yeah. transgender, I think it was transsexual before. Yeah, they um, took the whole sex yeah. and, and swapped it with gender. Yeah, but I didn't understand what it was. And if I saw someone who was, you know, um, transitioned, I would, I would, you know, stare or like, you know, mm-hmm. laugh in the corner at them or whatever. Like, I wouldn't understand it. Not that I would be hating on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wouldn't, I wouldn't get it. Now I'm more understanding. But I'm on one end. You know, I'm not extreme left. Yeah. Right? But I, I get it. People can do, do as you please. Yeah. Right? Be, be yourself. Um, but these days, you know, we're more understanding. But I can't assume that human brains have a, have all improved or you know, human brains have not improved. Let's just say that. <laughs> so not as fast as you think. Yes. No, no. So people aren't as adaptive and receptive mm-hmm. uh, to that as say you or I would, would be. Yeah. Especially older people who are used to, or have been indoctrinated with religious, um, you know, religious doctrine mm-hmm. or other things where they are, um, they basically have been drilled into their head. Here's what it is, and it's nothing else. And yep. everything else is an abomination and an affront to God and nature. Yeah. So, okay. Like, we agree it's probably hard to get them to, to understand this. Mm-hmm. Unless they have, like, a grandchild and they're open themselves to to having this is the new world mm-hmm. you know if the if they don't if the young people don't want these old people to change them mm-hmm. then why is the young people enforcing this change for the old people kind of stuff yeah that's true when you look at it that way um the young people are really leading the charge um you know liberals really like to tell you what you should be doing Right, the conservatives don't really do that. Mm-hmm. They're all about protecting their freedom, their natural rights, their guns, freedom of speech. It's more of a protectionist. Yeah. Whereas the liberals are kind of on the offensive. Right. Here's what you must do. 
mm-hmm. like we're trying to take every, everything away from you. Yeah, we're trying to speak on our campus, you can't speak. Mm-hmm. Right, not not just oh, let me educate you on on your ideas. Let's debate. Let's have a discussion. You can't speak. Shut your mouth. Yeah, right. Um, it's like kind of polarizing though the ways that those two groups interact and the difference between how they kind of approach things. Yeah, is becoming more and more apparent. Um, it's playing out in social media yeah. too. I don't know if you watched the social dilemma. Yeah, that's like the hot hot doc of the of the last three yeah. months. Everyone's just been talking about it. I think yeah. it's been it, it you know it's been hitting. Part of it is like a little, um, you know, hits you over the head with it with the with the themes. It's yeah. a little much, um, but you know the the way it talks about how polarism. Um, sorry, um, the polarizing gets ramped up or got ramped up by all the social media networks. I can totally Algorithm. see it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think speaking for myself and I guess you as well. Like when you watch it, you're you're well aware of all these stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we listen to Joe Rogan. He brings in the guests mm-hmm. that dives into more and more into that topic and kind of the nuance of it. So we're a little bit more well versed in that regards. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone that doesn't really listen to topics like that. You know, it is a nice intro kind of like, this is what's happening. Yeah. Do, do you see it happening? You know, now it's up, you know, brought to the forefront. Now you understand like every single thing that you do on, on social media. It's almost like that, that, um, Instagram post that one of our friends sent over in the chat mm-hmm. saying, um, you know, showing the graph of like the different coloring of the U.S. map on how different, you know, groups of people in U.S. would vote. Mm-hmm. I'm, and then I'm like, the thing is, you can't believe this thing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to think that way, you know, Instagram's going to bring bring this information to you that way. And the people that's going to present, you know, the so-called doctor, you know, I can put doctor in front. Mm-hmm. Like, how much effort are you going to go in to vouch my credentials? That I'm an actual doctor, that I've actually done my, my research. Mm-hmm. Most people don't do it. No, I'm, I'm guessing like 95%, 99% of the people aren't going to dive into a post to criticize it and critique it and be like, show me your, your, your data. How can it possibly be that all color people voted for, mm-hmm. for Democrats? There's people that like, what's considered color person. Yeah. If you talk to someone in Miami, someone who's a Cuban who yeah. fled from Cuba over here, yeah. they're colored. There's no way in fucking hell they're voting for a socialist. Mm-hmm. They're coming from communist country Yeah, to come and come, come yeah. for the freedom. They're not going to vote for that. So don't tell me that this, yeah. this post makes sense. Even like you know, um, um, Lat- Latino Americans uh, who are legal immigrants, they've been here. They might not vote for a socialist, not a socialist, because Joe Biden's not a socialist. Yeah, they might not vote. They might support Trump because Trump wants to keep all the um, illegal immigrants out. Yep, the people who give people who look like you, brown skinned mm-hmm. people, give them a bad name. Okay, keep them out. I don't want I don't want those people here. Yeah. Right. Even though they're my brothers and sisters, I don't want them here because, you know, they make people look down on me. I don't mm-hmm. want them. So certainly there's more nuance to it than that post or a post like that would suggest. But Instagram is clever, right? Like unless it's an ad, if I, I might be wrong about this. Mm-hmm. Unless it's an ad, you can't even embed a link in the in the description, right? Yeah, I know. I run, you know, our Instagram, and I cannot embed a link in a post. 
so I have to put it in the bio. Yeah. Right? So they're smart, right? Why would I put a link so someone can get more information? Yeah. Like, I would just have it in the description, and that's it. And you choose to believe it or not. Yeah. But how, speaking of like putting up links and, and all that, do you ever start clicking around and you start doing your research? It could be just random house improvement or mm-hmm. whatever. And you do your Google. I would say probably a year ago, year and a half ago, I would probably take whatever my top five links there mm-hmm. and read it and assume it's real. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I feel like every time I read it, read anything, I'm double... I have like this thought in the back of my head, like, shit, can I even believe, can I even take this like yeah. information for what it's worth? Well, yeah, the results are curated just for you. Yeah. Right. Based on your location, on based on other things, because but it's more like who, who wrote this shit. Okay. You know, anyone can write a website. We can, we can start a website for a pod. Yeah. And be spitting out these random information. We already do it in audio form, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah. they take it less seriously yeah. when it's when it's in this format versus mm-hmm. like if we wrote it on a website and it pops up on a search. I don't know. With our writing skills, maybe maybe not. <laughs> I think I'll... Okay, yeah, I'll take it back. <laughs> the writing's definitely not my forte. I'm not going to say it is either my forte or not my forte <laughs> since I write for a living. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's sidetracked there for uh, what is the social media that you're Yeah, um, you know, social media does ramp up this, you know, the the political divide, the separatism, and all that kind of stuff. It it really is. Um, it surprised me how well. I mean, the social dilemma is kind of a dramatized version of it. Yeah. So, um, but. I can honestly see people shouting into an echo chamber mm-hmm. surrounded by people who are echoing the same uh, opinion as them and then being fed information that supports your own point of view. So yeah. when you see someone who doesn't agree with you, yeah. right, you think this person is a fucking idiot and you just want to shout them down. Mm-hmm. I think they, did they not show Kyrie Irving? All right. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah. 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 They showed Kyrie Irving and like Kyrie, um, notoriously thought the world was flat. Yeah. And then he was on this, like a, a, you know, a conference or a talk or whatever. I'm just checking on the battery. And he was just saying, Oh, I was in this like YouTube rabbit hole. Like I legitimately thought after watching all these videos and being fed all this information that this is how it, how it was though. I thought the world was flat. Yeah. Right. Because this is the, the truth that was presented to me. Yeah. I don't know how much of that to actually believe. But part of me actually kind of believed him. You know what? I believe him. Because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you recall. This was probably maybe eight years ago when I went in a deep dive where <laughs> stayed up all night watching videos about the Illuminati. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> and then I passed that information to you guys. Mm-hmm. And I got like the rest of our friends to kind of watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like the rabbit holes for real, right? Like the next video comes up, it's like mm-hmm. part two, part three. Mm-hmm. But then like part four might not be made by the original rabbit hole people. It might be, mm-hmm. be you know, someone like me who, who was watching all that and they went and did their mm-hmm. own research and they grabbed whatever random screenshots and then yeah. they made their own video and you just keep going into it. And if you're not educated enough, like what's, you know, Kyrie's like what, like late 20s? 
very like easily mm-hmm. like influenced yeah. in, in that sense when all you're just playing you know basketball mm-hmm. you know trying to when you're in your 20s you're even for us we're still kind of entering into that entering into the world and the world pretty much is like it's just a bunch of fools pretending they know what the fuck they're doing mm. you're so easily manipulated in that sense and it's true like when you're, when you're watching shit or you're on facebook facebook groups you're joining groups obviously because you want confirmation right mm-hmm. no one likes to be shitted on and told they're wrong yeah you know but it takes a person that's mature enough and you know confident enough to to accept someone else's opinion i'll give like an antidote like for me i'm trying to do this kettlebell workout Mm. i'm doing these kettlebell swings i know my form's kind of shit so i record myself put on reddit Mm. and i ask you know the reddit group i'm like form check please let me know came back form shit Mm -hmm. and people were giving me you know they're critiquing the form Mm -hmm. and at the very beginning my instant reaction was to like like fuck these guys Mm -hmm. you know my ego is just like fuck these guys what the fuck they talking about then i'm i checked myself and i'm like you know what i'm asking them for their help yeah you know like this is perfect they're giving me the critique they're not criticizing me because they hate me yeah and shit on me it's just like the form's not right they're trying to help me get to the form you have to be open enough to accept the criticism yeah. and know, like, you know what? I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm willing to accept that, you know, the way, the, the points that they're pointing out to me mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. I look back at it. Yeah. You know what? This is going to help me. I'm going to take in all those input and then work on my form. Yeah. It's shit like that, right? Like, if you get into a point where you're online, most people, you know, when I go into the Toronto Maple Leaf forum, mm-hmm. I'm just reading shit I want to read. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, I mean, that's you being a mature person who's used to taking constructive feedback and working with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I don't know what kind of feedback you got, but there's always one person who's all, all up in their ego. When yeah. They're giving other people feedback. Yeah. Like they have to come in like a cool, badass motherfucker <laughs> and tell you how shit you are. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck are we, are you even doing? Yeah. Like your kettlebell is shit. <laughs> like they just have to come in with like the shitty, um opinion yeah about you right because they think they're cool yeah right um that happens everywhere for sure i think that's what's happening quite a bit on the internet you don't think that's what trolls are you don't know that person not it doesn't even have to be a troll it could just be someone with a nasty attitude yeah who thinks they're so smart and they're so good yeah right and that upsets a lot of people Mm -hmm. right um i think that's what happens a lot in politics um, there's bullies on kind of both sides, yeah. right? Jumping in. But I think a lot of the time, social movements kind of come in a wave and they almost bully you by sheer like number of people. Yeah. Like the sheer number advantage. Mm-hmm. Like everyone talking about how, um, oh, you know, all this... It's not about it's not about what's on the uh, outside. It's what's on the inside, and like all these um, overweight people, oh, they're beautiful, they're yeah. brave, they're brave. Like, no, but they never never said they're diabetic. They are in grave danger, and their health is in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, people talking about oh, like I, th- I think we talked about this before. I mean, we've done fifty episodes, <laughs> yeah. but like talking about oh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner 
She's so beautiful. Dude, Caitlyn Jenner is hideous. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlyn Jenner is not a good-looking individual. (laughs) I just watched The Cabin. Oh, yeah, same, yeah. And I, this is... So I don't see a lot about her, about her. It was that the first time you ever watched her? Like it's sat probably down. The, it's probably the first time I've ever sat down and watched her for like out fifteen minutes, or say yeah, fifteen minutes and outside like, of South Park. Out, outside of South Park, <laughs> and outside of like just seeing like oh pictures of her in an article or whatever, like yeah. where they like you know do her up and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it's not good. That's the same experience yeah. I had. That yeah, the cabin with Burke Kreischer. Uh, on Netflix, uh, and I was just like, you know what? I have to have have an open mind. Let me sit and watch yeah. through, watch this episode. You know, yeah. fight him back. You know, any thoughts that I might yeah. have about it. And I was just, yes. I'm like, dude, yeah, all that plastic, right? Yeah. And you're telling me it's you, not good. You're, Bruce Jenner, in his older age, wasn't that good looking. No, there's only so much you could do. And then they did, they did made it worse. Um, you know, say whatever you want. You know, she is kind of a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. She's an Olympic hero. Uh, um, she's done so many different things and inspired so many different people. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, they need to stop force feeding us that I need to respect her beauty. Like, no. <laughs> okay. So you're not allowed to dead name, dead name her, right? But then, okay. Yeah, but then, I, I if think, you, I think that's where you're going. Yeah. Right? If you can't dead name her, so her past is dead. Mm-hmm. Bruce is dead. Yeah. Then why is she riding on the coattail of all Bruce's accomplishments? That's what I. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it yesterday. Because you know, um, to spoil this episode for anyone, I don't know if anyone's gonna, gonna watch it. But Bert's dad, yeah, was like, you know, looked up to Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce Jenner was a hero for Bert's dad and. Bert's dad actually got to talk to her, talk to her, mm-hmm. and have a conversation, and reminisce about some things. Yeah, and it actually made Bert like tear up. He was crying about yeah. it because it was so beautiful. But then I was thinking, hey, Caitlyn Jenner didn't do any of those things. Yeah, right. It was all Bruce Jenner. Yeah, because if Caitlyn Jenner was to have gone back in time and do it mm-hmm. and came out as a woman, mm-hmm. yeah, she would still crush the woman field. But, <laughs> but you know. You know, kind of the humorous side to this. I can't believe she wasn't better at the axe throwing. Come on, you're an athlete. You're a man underneath. Did you see the size of her feet? And you were versus Bert <laughs> yeah. and Nikki Glaser. She should have won that easily. Oh man, I, I don't. Yeah, I watched it and I was just like, you know what? I was open mind. Mm. You know, I went in there watching yeah. with an open mind, willing to. To accept, let me take a look and see what this person is. And I think if this is your trailblazer mm-hmm. and this is your representation of mm-hmm. the transgender, mm-hmm. I think you can probably find way better. Yeah, I think she didn't. A lot of people don't accept her as as their hero, mm-hmm. um, which is their their prerogative. And you know, I respect what she has done. Hey, but I don't have to yeah. dial think. back. So. We have to go and acknowledge Bruce's accomplishment, mm-hmm. but yet we don't acknowledge Bruce's murders. Oh, the uh, the vehicular homicide. Yeah, where mm-hmm. she, you know, Bruce was checking his phone at the time, <laughs> and then rear-ended this other car in front and killed that woman. 
that's cool. You get yourself, you, you kill off your old persona, <laughs> and Caitlyn is free. Yeah. So I, I, th- I just think it's kind of bullshit. I still got that. that card in my back pocket if I ever kill anybody. And- <laughs> Andrea is ready to make their appearance. You got your weave going? And <laughs> <laughs> many of your girl. <laughs> you don't even know. That car came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, not, I mean, not to, not to go off on a, a tangent and say, oh, it's, it's a hate fest. And I, and I would have watched it anyways because I like Bert. Yeah. You know, give you know, Caitlin a chance to see what she's all about. Yeah. Right. I wasn't impressed. Um, I think I'll probably leave it there. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed at all. But yeah. this does raise a good, a, a interesting topic and one that I had read about recently. Are we getting time? Oh, time check. Um, I did read about how um, there's this whole focus on athletics mm-hmm. and natural athletics, right? We pride... uh, naturalness and athletics so no performance enhancing substances yeah you must um compete to the best of your human ability and Mm -hmm. be able to achieve um the whole uh women athletes and transgender athletes throws a wrench into it and it's kind of um interesting what i read about they actually didn't let women compete in the olympics for quite a while actually i forget which year they were actually allowed to compete the modern Olympics. The modern Olympics, yeah. Okay. The Greek Olympics, no. <laughs> um, but then, like, they tried to keep them out of it for so long. Yeah. Right? So, 800 meters, they weren't allowed to run 800 meters. Yeah, they thought they would just collapse and die. Dude, they thought the uterus would fall out, man. <laughs> it's crazy. And they made up, like, the fake news made up stories about the first time that they ran. Yeah. They said, oh, you know, 11 women collapsed. They couldn't finish the race. Like, it was all a lie. They all finished the race. Yeah. Did you see what the fuck they had to wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not dry fit. It, yeah. That gown isn't in a dry fit coat. <laughs> so, women were only allowed to box, I think, in 2012, ski jump yeah. in 2014. Uh, they were allowed to do the 800 meter again in, in 1960. They were banned for a while and they came back. Um, but now there's this whole thing about. And recent in the last maybe 10 years mm-hmm. or, or more, uh, women with higher testosterone levels or higher levels of male hormones yeah. being like kind of ostracized from the sport and banned from the sport. We only do this to women. I think you're talking about that. Uh, Castor Af- Semenya. Yeah, the African uh, sprinter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sprinter or long distance runner. I forget. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she was given that ability, God God given natural ability yeah whether it's through natural hormones or whatever she wasn't juicing mm-hmm. right i think she should have been allowed to compete no question yeah i think because you know in between men there's different physiques there's different um muscle makeups yeah right like i'm not gonna be beating lebron james in anything right we're well, not even in the same league yeah okay right <laughs> yeah. um but you can't say, oh, you know, LeBron James has a better um, ability to build muscle. So yeah. he's disqualified, Yeah, for yeah. example. So if we allow it in male competition, then females should get like the carte blanche as well. As long as they're not juicing, they should be allowed to compete. That's true because, yeah, they were born. It doesn't matter if you're born a woman or not. Mm-hmm. If you identify as a woman, you can become, you can start, you know being 
competing against other females. Well, that's a little different, right? Um, they do think that if a man becomes a woman, the man is going to smoke the, the women like nine times out of ten. Yeah. Not necessarily always true. I was... <laughs> like, the funny thing is when you're talking about that 800 meter, I was wondering, I'm like, mm-hmm. if I put... If I dedicated myself a year of my life, would I be able to compete on a collegiate level against an 800 meter like woman track? I don't know. Um, I need to see like what the time difference is. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I doubt it. High school. Uh, probably. Varsity. I mean, those, those people aren't even, those, those individuals aren't even developed yet. Their bodies okay, aren't even 19 developed. year old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're at their, they're, they're still going up to their peak yeah. while I'm on the other side, yes. end of the peak. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have my doubts. I'm not putting money on you. <laughs> we need to get this. I, I need to find someone who's like 19. And well, compete. you need to start hanging around like universities. <laughs> yeah, I just got to tell Sarah. I got to sell her that idea. Yeah. That I'm going to do it for the pod content. Yes. <laughs> See how well she takes that. Yeah. Um, but this whole topic gets me wondering about like exclusion in sports all of that, like I thought that that was kind of unfair. Um, how we kind of how they kind of judge females mm-hmm. so differently, yeah, right. And here's my opinion on this they need to allow people like Castor Semenya and other people who have higher testosterone levels let them run, mm-hmm. let them run, let them smoke the other women. They're given this, this ability at this moment in time, yeah, they were given it. Let them smoke them. You know why? Because those sports need. A fucking star. Those sports need a hero, right? If this person is smoking all the other women, yeah, you know, I'll let you finish. Yep. If they're smoking the other women, all right, women's sports already have a problem selling themselves, mm-hmm. right? So give me someone who is like destroying all the records, mm-hmm. for example. Just you need something in order to try and sell these sports yep. to anyone, yeah, right? And I'm not trying to say, oh. You know, women can't do this and that. It's a, it's a fact that women's sports is less popular, mm-hmm. right? So give us something to be excited about. Yep. Give us something to watch and give us someone who can obliterate the records. Mm-hmm. Give us someone who could win nine out of ten races. Yep. Like a Usain Bolt of women. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll give you an example. Serena Williams. Okay. She crushed the field in mm-hmm. her prime. You know, I don't think she's won a major since she's given birth, mm-hmm. but she holds the title for like most mm-hmm. like major titles in women tennis. She's got to go down as the greatest of all time. Yeah. She crushed the field. Mm-hmm. Has it made women tennis more exciting? I guess it is popular in a sense. Yeah. People do watch it, um, but I don't think they get paid as much as like... Uh, the men's i think the major tournaments they do the winnings yeah. are are equal but all the other tournaments yeah. i don't think they make as much are we talking about pay or are we talking about dominance like, like entertainment viewership like viewership right because i know women's tennis and like women have always been allowed to compete in tennis in, yeah. the, in the olympics because it's a it's a womanly sport let's say yep right um she's certainly one of the stars of tennis yep she like, still is Aside from like you know Djokovic and um, that's it, forgetting all the other Roger Federer, Federer and um, fucking Nadal, Nadal. Yeah, I'm forgetting all the all the people, <laughs> right? Um, 
I was going to say Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi. Oh, God. Uh, you got to go Peter <laughs> Chang, too? <laughs> that was Mr. Poon's favorite in elementary school. Uh, I wonder why. Um, but yeah, she's certainly one of the stars, mm-hmm. right? Um, her star power did carry women's tennis, I think, too, because no one was watching. I, you know, you could be watching for Anna Kornikova. Martina Hingis. Yeah. They didn't have the star power. I, I did enjoy watching Martina Hingis play when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I think it's just, yeah. It wasn't there, um, you know, for the most part, let's say. Um, you know, I think they should allow them to, they should do. They should be looking for ways to get viewership onto these sports. Yeah. And by creating stars, that's how you do it, mm-hmm. right? Create some stars. Like, this is our, our favorite topic, one of our favorite topics, WNBA. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Well, yeah. Lower the goddamn rim. Yeah. Lower the rim. Mm-hmm. Allow some of these women to dunk because we know they can dunk if you lower the rim. Yeah. Like, get some highlights going. Mm-hmm. We want to see someone get pulsarized. Yeah. All right. It's already kind of a tough sell, mm-hmm. right, to get some people to watch it. But show us, get us some highlights. You know, maybe you can have a slow build, right? Maybe you can develop a star. Oh, this, this lady dunks on, like, people every game, right? Yeah. I know it's a stretch. Yeah. But you got to do something. But I think right now the pride is too high, right? Mm-hmm. The women want to get paid as much as men. They want the net to be as high as men too. You're not going to dunk on that shit, right? Equality, the game, right? The game is so bad. <laughs> like from a skills perspective, okay, you can work on that. It's the fundamentals that they, they have down pat. I'll give them that. But the fundamentals are there, but the finesse, the entertainment value is not there. Lower the rim, allow them to dunk, give them some more options for how they're going to play, and maybe maybe you can overlook some of the the shitty play mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, they can make these like fancy plays because now they can dunk. Yep. They could do more layups now, right? Okay, so I get that, but let's say you have a shitty NBA, NBA franchise and their skill set is shit. Like the team is complete garbage. Mm-hmm. And that dictates in terms of you know how many fans turn out to watch your thing you know outside of covid because no one's watching it uh even the shittiest like nba team can't draw fans Mm -hmm. and if they're like at the top of the game and they're you know competing against other teams you know that aren't shit and they can't bring in home crowds what makes you think that like a WNBA team can do you know if whatever their best team can't even compete against like a shitty nba team right you know, the industry is fickle, right? Uh, NBA, it really depends on, you know, what's what's the history of your franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a rebuilding team, like shit teams don't say shit teams forever. Yeah. Some teams have, have trouble making the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, there's teams in the NBA that have been out, on the outside looking in for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the entertainment value is already there. I mean, if, if there's other factors that lead to people not going to games yeah, in the NBA, like location of the arena or mm-hmm. other factors that are involved. So, I mean, how I, would you grow? Okay. How would you grow it in a sense like, okay, you won't, it's going to be a hard sell to sell WNBA to say a boy just because... You know, 
when they look at it, they're striving to be a LeBron, LeBron James, a Stephen mm-hmm. Curry, or something yeah. like that. Like that's what you want to go and watch them. You want to see how they play. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, the only it seems like right there off the top of the bat, uh, you know, right off, right off the bat, you're off with half the population that you can mm-hmm. get. Then now you're relying on just the girl population, like you know, like the young girl population, yeah. to try and grow the game that way. But at the same time, they probably have a favorite player. They're watching NBA as well, mm-hmm. and like, are you just selling to that? You're just kind of you know marketing towards the girls first yeah or do you have plans or grand plans that you're gonna kind of expand to to include boys yeah i don't know if you're ever making this to compete with the nba but if they want to make the same type of nba salary i'm not saying that they should but you have their best player coming out saying that they should be making the same and i don't agree with her right yeah i definitely don't so i'm just more about saying okay well if you want to make the game more entertaining and start to build your way towards something better, I think not necessarily equity. I think building something where they don't need a second job mm-hmm. and they're compensated enough. It won't yeah. be twenty two million dollars a year. Yeah. The whole league might that whole entire league salary might be twenty twenty million mm-hmm. if they're lucky, I think. <laughs> and I think it's like they have to accept that this is how it is. Mm-hmm. and But they're trying to make sports yeah. operate on an equal plane. Well, the difference in the product is so dramatic, and we're so used to seeing NBA and, and their level of play and now the style of play, right? You yeah. know, the three-pointers, the dunks. Like, women aren't doing that, right? Yeah. They're, they're not doing that. So how do you... They have to be able to claim something, right? Build up their build up their audience, build up their interest in their sport somehow. But tennis, like the tennis example yeah. or the golf example, I mean, the ladies' tees, closer, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you, you know, I can't even think of a, a, a woman golfer, right? But yeah. golf and tennis are this, like the ladies' sports, mm-hmm. right? Where ladies have as much or cl- near as much prestige or the ability to have near as much prestige as the men Mm -hmm. right so serena williams or the top female golfer can't can't stop helping me that i can't (laughs) can't name a person uh i can't even jump in and give you (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean like people get their their uh daughters into golf get their Mm -hmm. daughters into tennis because that is a viable path yeah right um they need to get people excited about WNBA yeah. right? and women's basketball. But how do they do it? Right? I'm not saying they'll ever be equal. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, I think you're just trying to get them to a viable, you know, enough that they're not making 40K. You got to improve the product, right? The on-court product needs to improve. Yeah. Because, you know, watching clips... You know, I know it's all, some of the clips are troll clips, but they're they're bad. Like watching the game, it's so bad. So okay, I'm thinking they should have just took this time. They realized when they came back, like that the whole WNBA season came back at the same time, roughly the same time as what the NHL came back on, NBA came back on, MLB came. We had a fucking motherload of sports mm-hmm. in the summertime. And then now we're dry, dry as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like you have Sunday, 
you have like like the NFL, mm-hmm. but that's once a week. You know, if you're into European football, that's another once a week thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe t- twice a week, depending on what yeah. team you follow. Other than that, it's fucking completely dry right now. Yeah, they're talking collegiate sports. <laughs> if WNBA had planned it properly, they could have started their league at this time. Mm-hmm. And people that want that NBA fix would tune in just to take a look. Yeah, you know, you might not. You're not going to get everyone that's tuning in from the, the NBA side. Yeah, if you can get like maybe even fifty percent something just to like that stick, mm-hmm. stick around and keep following your league, then that's a win. But like I feel like they fucked up. I get what you're saying, and even even more importantly, if you get your games on out there on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, mm-hmm. the fucking gamblers, yeah, get the fucking gamblers. Those aren't those are not football days. Can you imagine right? the fucking odds that gamble? People would know <laughs> don't know what the fuck's going on. People are losing their houses over this. <laughs> but like people were gambling over Korean baseball mm-hmm. uh, early in the pandemic. Right, people don't give a fuck about Korean baseball. Yeah, it's clearly an inferior game. Yeah, but it was all the people had, and people were tuning in. People mm-hmm. were watching it. TSN was all over that shit. <laughs> yeah, Sportsnet was all over it. I agree with you. Yeah, WNBA kind of missed an opportunity. I don't know what logistically if it even could have happened. Mm-hmm. Right, but going forward, they need to change. Part of it is changing a business model, but you know, a large part of it is changing the on on court product lower the damn room yeah (laughs) like suck up your pride lower it yeah that's true yeah i don't know we're not gonna fix this WNBA thing unless they hire us as a commissioner definitely definitely not (laughs) if that's the case they're gonna move from nba shorts they're gonna wear even shorter shorts than Mm -hmm. what some of these nba players are wearing (laughs) it's gonna be like those playstation volleyball games (laughs) the dead or dead or alive one Right, but before we end this, I wanted to bring up this thing. So far, we've been able to kind of avoid this whole COVID talk. I want to bring up this player, Los Angeles Dodgers. They won. Mm-hmm. They won. They won the World Series. Yeah, they haven't won it in since like nineteen late nineteen eighties or yeah, whatever. I think eighty eight. Yeah, uh, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. I know they they won it before the Blue Jays won it. And that was the last time. They've been there. This was their third time at the dance in the last maybe six years. Mm-hmm. You know, so far. Like, MLB fucked it up. Beginning of the season, 30 minute or an hour before the first pitch of the season, mm-hmm. one player tests positive. And, of course, the last hour of the, reg- of the whole season, mm-hmm. one player will test positive. Yeah. So this player gets pulled off the field. And then afterwards, when they won, you know, he went back on the field to celebrate with his team. Yeah. And everyone's been, ever. I don't, I don't want to say everyone because it kind of died down. Mm-hmm. Like last week, it was like the the talk of the town. Everyone's just had their their piece. And now we're gonna get in on this piece. Mm-hmm. What would you have done? Who am I? The player. So you're asking me to pull myself. So he. He so, got pulled from the game already. Position, He's isolated. What position does he play? Third base. Third base. So he was out of the game. He was out of the game. The eighth inning. You're so asking, there's only two two more innings. So like one and a half. him not to go on the field and celebrate with his teammates. Yeah. That's a tough one. You know the celebration is happening either way, mm-hmm. right? Either, either it's on the field or off the field in the clubhouse. Yeah. So 
to me, it doesn't matter, right? He was going to celebrate either way, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you're asking him, if I'm him, you're asking me to do the right thing, I get in my car, I go home. Ain't nobody doing that in a World Series win. Yeah, it's no. just not happening. But I understand the ethical dilemma in it. Yeah, but doesn't mean that you're going to adhere to it. I mean, maybe I would have had a mask. Yep. But you got to face the heat afterwards, right? The mm-hmm. heat that you know, the the news of the test gets published. You are out there endangering people, mask or not. Mm-hmm. But you know, now it's like, okay, what do what do his teammates think? What do the coaches think? Yeah, they knew. Yeah. Do you think they knew when he was out there? See, the thing is, it's like NBA or MLB totally fucked this up because if he tests inconclusive to begin with Mm -hmm. he should have been pulled off Mm -hmm. on a monday and not allowed to be not allowed to play the games because it jeopardized your entire you know the rest of your championship yeah but they didn't pull him you let the guy play pretty much like 85 percent of the game yeah and you pull him out you know with like one and a half in and left so he tested positive before the game no, in the middle, he tested on Monday. He tested inconclusive. Inconclusive. Tuesday what does inconclusive mean? I, I guess you get you got to get retests. So on Tuesday they tested it before the game or whatever. Yeah, before the game during mm-hmm. the day, I guess. And then the results came in midway through the game. So if you cared that much, you should have to write protocols where you don't mm-hmm. even let that player play the game because mm-hmm. you didn't get positive or like a negative result. Yeah. That way, you kind of block off this whole situation. Yeah. You don't fucking go in there after he spent two hours with his teammates in a dugout. Mm -hmm. There's no social distancing. Yeah. He's not wearing a mask. He's already out there. He's Mm -hmm. pretty much just exposed, you know, the COVID to everyone there. High-fiving, you know, cheering because, you know, they scored a couple of runs. Everyone's high-fiving and all that stuff. And you're telling me that... For him to celebrate the the next hour and a half with his teammates, <laughs> you're not gonna let him do that. Mm-hmm. The dude's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, this is his third trip to the World Series. And a local LA boy, maybe his last chance. Last chance. He's a free agent, so he might not even be with this team anymore yeah. next year. You know, he's a local LA boy. Grew up like 10, 15 minutes away from the stadium. You know, dream come true. He might never get this. He might retire after this. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the fuck, right? You're telling him you're going to stop this man from coming out? Dude, it's a, it's a completely tricky situation, and I don't know how I would deal with it. I just I just think, like, anyone, like, any pundits mm-hmm. last week that was saying, like, he shouldn't have done this, he should have done that. I'm like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Was it those motherfuckers on talk, you know, sports talk show are the same motherfuckers that never won a single thing in their life. Yeah. All they've ever won is a fucking peewee tournament. Yeah. Pretty much like what I've won. Yes. <laughs> Granted, they've probably played in, in, in the top league. Yeah, those mixed championships skating around with a trophy in an empty arena. <laughs> yeah. Versus them walking around a stadium, empty stadium with a trophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same idea. I yeah. get their feels, but no one's holding me back. I'm mm-hmm. going to go out there. Um, so, yeah, I just say, like, fuck it. At this point, you know, U.S. is getting 100,000 positive tests every day. Mm-hmm. What is this one person? They're they're in a bubble. More like, how the fuck did your bubble get breached? Yeah, and who else had it? Yeah, 
because he couldn't have been the only one. Mm-hmm. So, and they're all like, "He should here. He here's a picture or here's a footage of him kissing his wife with the World Series trophy." Bro, <laughs> they were already rooming together the last yeah. two days. God knows what the fuck happened. A kiss? They probably exchanged more than just yes. COVID at this point. They gave birth to COVID, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, I just think it's, it's kind of fucked up. You ain't going to ruin someone's lifetime achievement. No, I mean, what if they had asked all the players, hey, do you agree to him being around? All of them probably would have said, yes, let's yeah. do it. Let's win. Let's win this damn World Series. Yeah. Then we'll, you pay for our health care afterwards. We're good. <laughs> yeah, they're all, yeah, pretty much everyone's asking what you think. It's like, you know... I, we ain't gonna let him sit in his empty room while we're in the next room celebrating and yeah. hear hear us <laughs> popping champagne and the champagne's all seeping through the carpet into his room. <laughs> what is he gonna? He's gonna slide him a straw. He's just gonna <laughs> sip on the ground. <laughs> so anyway, it's like fuck it. I, I just thought it was the stupidest thing. Like, dude, who cares? Like, everyone's saying the World Series is tarnished. Everyone's talking about this. I'm like, you're talking about. Are those it. people from the Houston Astros organization? <laughs> No, it's like fucking, it's NBA, NBA players talking about shit like this. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I see. I don't know. I, it just pissed me off. I'm like, dude, just, just deal with it. You guys, they're out there making a living. It's just like us. If we went out to our office, yeah. you're making us go out to office. Yeah. You know, we're not on how much social distancing. Yeah. As long as nobody there. brought it home afterwards and they contained the spread afterwards. Like, look, you know, is Justin Turner, right? Is his name? I know it's Turner, Blake Turner, something Turner, some some white white, white name Turner. They, as long as everyone knew either before or afterwards, like hey, Turner has COVID. Yeah, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna quarantine for 14 days. Yep. Or you know you need to do the right thing. That's all they can really ask people to do. They can't. Yeah. Put handcuffs on someone, right? So they wanted to win. I don't blame them. It's a business, mm-hmm. right? They put health. I said they put business and money above in health. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I'm sure all the whole team would have signed that waiver if he was the difference in bringing him that championship. Mm-hmm. Oh, he that, ain't a scrub. Yeah, you know, like putting that ring on the fingers yeah. of all the, the team. Yeah, I'm going to say once in a lifetime chance, I'm a professional athlete. I can probably kick this disease. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. So let's do it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're all like, oh, it's got to be ruined. Like, his legacy's got to be ruined. Bitch, he's a World Series champion. Yeah. The first thing we see on Wikipedia will be World Series champion, you know, times one. Yeah. Later in a footnote. Somewhere controversy. Down. Yes. In the controversy COVID. section. Yes, of course. Yeah. But if no one no one else got it, they're not going to give a shit. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Let, let the guy enjoy it, man. No one's going to remember it when he's, if he's in the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah. It's not going to be written on the plaque. Again, you only live once, and he did what he wanted to do, and he reached mm-hmm. a pinnacle of mm-hmm. what he, you know, wanted to do in his life. Mm-hmm. Not many of us get to talk say that. Mm-hmm. Us fucking pencil paper pusher at our desk judging the guy mm-hmm. that probably put more effort in doing what he's done the last, you know, 10, 15 years of his yeah. career. Even the, earlier earlier than that. Earlier too. than that. They knew he knew what he wanted to be. Yeah. To have that focus to yeah. drive to get that championship. And for us, Scrubs O'Hare criticizing yeah. and talking shit to him, I hope he doesn't give a fuck what mm-hmm. we what any of these Scrubs says or criticize. No, he got a pennant now, so he's happy. Yeah, do what you got to do, man. That ring's got to be huge. All right, peace. Peace. <laughs>